found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday hump day edition of Tidbits. This is also the final day of the month of August. So here we are. Good morning, Matt. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Ready for September. And of course, this uh, program will not air on Monday. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Remember that. To the Labor Day holiday. We're not going to be here Monday. Yeah. We want to keep reiterating that right. so you don't expect it. We will not be here on Monday. You know, I talked about this yesterday after we got done with the program, a topic we never got to. Yes. And it uh, deals with what they call 80s, 90s kids. <laughs> What's something a school teacher did to you that would not fly today? And if you want to keep going, you could go into the 70s, 60s, and so forth. For sure. Where things would even probably get worse. Right. If you were a student in the 50s. Okay. And even the 60s. You know, schools back in the day had dress codes. Yeah. You know, you had to have, you know, couldn't wear dungarees. Okay. Are those basically jeans? Yeah. Okay. And that, and that's, Is that what they called them back yeah, then? Dungarees. Dungarees. And were dungarees. Had to be dress breeches and a shirt with a collar if you were a boy. <sighs> right. Girls, you had certain lengths of dresses. Dresses. Mm. <laughs> but here's some things the teachers did. Right. This uh, says that their sixth grade teacher, Ms. Sullivan would take three kids every Friday to McDonald's for lunch. She was cool. Smoked during the drive and everything. <laughs> All right, kids. Who wants a Big Mac? <laughs> An English teacher at uh, their high school used to cuss kids out for being noisy in class. And if that didn't work, he'd throw the blackboard eraser at them. Yeah. That chalk would leave marks on, your, on the kids' backs for the rest of the day so everyone knew, knew who made Mr. Charvette angry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, when I was in elementary school, old lady Richardson, okay, <laughs> and I swear she was from the Civil War era because she was the one that always told you to get your wrap. Get your wrap. Yeah. And the only wraps I could ever come up with was, you know, the, the basically cover up, you know, of, of right. the Civil War era. Like a shawl thing. Yeah. 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 And if she caught you talking, okay, because, yeah. you know, had the pull up desk. Oh, you know, yeah. You would pull yeah. the desk up and right. do a little chitty chat with your pal. Sure. Sure. <laughs> she caught you. She'd bunk that thing right in your noggin. Seriously. Oh, I'm not kidding you. Wow. <laughs> Dang. Oh, <laughs> seeing stars, and you didn't say anything. No, you know, no, no. Here's a uh, elementary. And if, and if your parents found out, then oh, they, it's it worse. Was, yeah. well, then you deserved it. You know, <laughs> elementary school teacher used to say to kids, "You're cruising for a bruising," and once washed out my friend Jermaine's mouth with soap. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be quite common. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't remember any kid ever getting their mouth washed out with soap, but hey, it was 
perfectly okay back in the day. Man. One of their history teachers tied me to my desk in high school. All in good fun, they said. They were absolutely being a sarcastic uh, person, but still not a good idea today. <laughs> no. We've had several stories of kids being tied to their desk. and For sure. You know, and it's just... Duct taped. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else. Uh, Here's a good one. My elementary school principal would pull loose teeth. <laughs> you could go to his office, have him pull your loose tooth, and he'd give you a lollipop. <laughs> Here, let me. He probably loved it. Give it here. Give it. <laughs> now, who on earth would do that? Mr. Hotzapple, <laughs> principal of. <laughs> and you know, when you, you're a little kid and you're doing your first few teeth, you know, they're all loose. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you just don't have the courage. No. <laughs> he, he probably did. He probably. Yeah, yeah come here. <laughs> let me get that. Reaching in their mouth. Yeah. Gary <laughs> Ginkin out. <laughs> Crying. Here's a lollipop and get out of here. With the board back there on the wall. Right. Here's a uh, 70s, 80s kid, fourth grade uh, teacher, Ms. Hardy. <laughs> At least 400 pounds oh my God. would sit on us during recess. <laughs> Eighth grade uh. coach Van Wagner would whip us with his whistle cord, leaving marks. Now that's, uh, you know, now I'm not saying that things were perfect back in that era right. because there were teachers that went overboard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you're, if you're whipping kids with your whistle cord and leaving marks, that's a little much. Okay. Hmm. But I, I just can't imagine who on earth would a, a teacher today sit on you at recess? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We got a text that said, we had a nun that used to call us a, a blessed nuisance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's one that says, my junior high ag teacher okay. kept a hot shot and used it on kids that fell asleep in class. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly normal. Wow. Now, I remember Mr. Smith, who was a business teacher, if you fell asleep in his class, he would he would look at you and he would not change anything. Just keep teaching, keep teaching. And then he'd walk over and he would lift your desk up and then drop it. <laughs> See, the reactions of kids. Yeah. That's what I found amusing when that stuff would, right. you know. Right. But you, didn't, you didn't dare fall asleep in his class. I think, it, you know, I always had that same teacher, Mr. Long, who I said was Neanderthalish, <laughs> always carried a stick. He always had a stick, okay? And, he, you know, it was like a... And he'd whack your desk with it or something if you fell asleep. Right. I mean, he was just, you know, just a noisy man, okay? <laughs> he was just... Changing his pocket. Yeah, and... you, you just, you know, you're always on edge with him. Right. You always wondered, what's he going to do? Yes. <laughs> he's, you know, he's, uh, he's a noisy man. <laughs> yeah, he just was loud and noisy. I remember our uh, our driver instructor. We were 
it was it was me, my buddy John, and Ken. And Ken, me me and John had been friends forever. Ken was kind of a newer kid, but he was like not the sharpest. Okay, <laughs> you know Ken Ken was the dude that that we would go out in the country and. and <laughs> And Mr. Shan would take us down a country dirt gravel <laughs> gravel road. The kid's doing like sixty on this thing, you know. And I remember I would never. John and I in the back seat, white knuckled, <laughs> hanging on. I mean, cars fishtailing. And Mr. Shand just very calmly says, "Ken, do you mind slowing down a little bit? <laughs> like, like don't make any sudden movements around Ken. How do you do that? Uh, How are you that mellow?" That you only do that. I guess years of doing. I just, I couldn't, you know what I mean? I couldn't handle it. So we're we're at we're at the tail end of our, you know, instruction. Like our, the last one of the last days we were in the car, and we're driving around the city streets of Kokomo. <laughs> it's a beautiful morning because I of course had the the early morning and um, and we're we're driving around this north side of Kokomo, <laughs> and the windows are down. We're enjoying it and. Uh, we come to a four-way stop and we start to pull away. And Mr. Sham was also the shop teacher, okay. and his forearms were like the size of a thigh. I mean, they were—he had freakishly big forearms, like Popeye, okay. for real. And um, Mr. Shan had his his hand out the window, and he just whack hits the side of the car with his hand. Ken's driving. Yeah. Ken wigs out. Like Ken's, you know. <laughs> Kid slams on the brakes, and Mr. Shand is, is like buckled over. He's laughing so hard, like turning purple, you know, crying. He was laughing so hard. He thought it was the funniest thing. Poor Ken had a heart attack. That would never fly today. No. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I think back, there's so many, so many things that just right. seemed common, yeah. you know, back then. That, I remember, I will never forget, elementary, Mr. Rodabaugh was our, our PE teacher. <laughs> And we were out playing kickball, and he just, like, lost it. <laughs> he gathered everyone around, and he went on this tirade about a, what a bunch of sloppy, fat, stinky, you know, terrible kids we were. None of us brushed our teeth. You know, he's like, why? Well, you got, I, I and for some reason, this stuck in my head. He was like... Y'all probably eat a piece of steak and don't brush your teeth, and that gets stuck up in there, and it smells like garbage. You smell like garbage. It's like, gosh. Oh. <laughs> and you guys were about how old? Uh, elementary. Like we okay. were young. I mean, I would if if I would say somewhere between third and fifth grade. Okay. I don't know if that was an annual thing that he just had to flip out. (laughs) Well, it's spring. Got to give my third graders the uh, your garbage speech. I don't know, but it was very demoralizing. I would say it's uh, six thirty-three. We've got. Uh, A look at news, weather, and more tidbits on the way. This is Tidbits. It is 
is a Wednesday edition of Tidbits, the 31st day of August, as we uh, continue. You know, we've had, I get uh, an old farmer's almanac every year. Right. Uh, I always preview it when we get it. It's about time for one to come. Sure. And uh, you've got some information for us pertaining to the accuracy. Now, you used to interview yeah, I'm I used, to the town. Yeah, I used to interview somebody. I used to be a regular yeah, guest. Yeah. They'd send me, like, moose-dropping earrings or something. Well. Oh. You know, made from moose poop. That's delightful. Well, it, was, it was amusing to talk to those people. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I got this um, notification this morning, and I thought I would share because I know this is right up your alley. Yes, I love it. But um, it's a story from Wish TV. How accurate has Old Farmer's Almanac been in recent years for Indiana winters? Okay. All right. All right. Um. So it starts out, it says, the upcoming winter will be cold and snowy for Indiana and the Midwest, according to the Old Farmer's Almanac Winter Outlook. This was released Tuesday. Okay. So which one do you have there? This is 2022, so this was last year's. Okay. Um, Meteorological winter is from December to February, but the Old Farmer's Almanac has a less specific timeline. And generally runs from November to March. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Storm Track 8 looked at the Farmer's Almanac <laughs> and its prediction from previous years. Was the old Farmer's Almanac any more accurate in Indiana? Well, let's take a look. <laughs> so, in 2017. Okay. The prediction was that we would have a mild, wet winter. Okay. And according to Stormtrack, Wish TV, All right. they got the temperatures wrong. Okay. But they did get the precipitation correct. All right. So it wasn't mild. No, but it was wet. Okay. 2018-2019, uh, they predicted a warm wet. Okay. They missed the warm, okay. but got the wet right. All right. Um, in 2019-2020, they said it would be mild with soakers. Okay. They got that all right across the board. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. In 2021, they said it would be more wet than white. All right. So they got the temperature correct. They missed the uh, the snowfall. Okay. And uh, last year, they said it would be cold and dry. Mm-hmm. And um, they got the temp wrong. Okay. But they did get the dry correct. All right. So kind of a 50-50. Pretty much. Um, they tout their accuracy in the book, of course. Mm-hmm. It's been around since 1792. All right, so. The Farmer's Almanac uh, forecasts uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here. <laughs> the winter stretching, uh, we all, all featured above average precipitation, below average snowfall. This resulted in pr- predictions being correct based on the wording of its predictions being wetter than normal. Generally, Old Farmer's Almanac has done okay in the last five years with its most accurate winter in 2019-2020. However, 21-22 is tricky in Indiana regarding precipitation and snowfall. Snowfall below average. Precipitation was right at normal. Okay. So we'll give it to them barely. All right. Now, as a reminder, All right. uh, this year, um, the Farmer's Almanac is calling for a an unreasonably cold, snowy 
winter. I don't like hearing that. Right. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> Why did you bring that up? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, now the, the old farmer's almanac okay. is calling for cold and snowy. So okay. similar. So. All right. Now, if you look at the state of Indiana, at the breakdown, you know, from about Indianapolis northward is called the Great Lakes region. Yeah. Then there's another from about Indianapolis. So the state's kind of split. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's, and there could be night and day difference between what they say for the Midwest or the uh, Great Lakes region. And yeah. So I. Well, it makes sense. I mean, the, the top half of Indiana is still going to get lake effect snow. Yeah. Less so than the bottom half. That's, so. it, that's correct. Very good. That's why it's probably divided. Very logical right. of you to think that. But um, That's why I'm sitting here. <laughs> I, I don't like hearing snowy and cold, though. Yeah, same. Because you know this year, they're going to really bilk you on your heating costs. Mm. Everybody else has got their fair share. These poor guys have waited all winter. <laughs> okay. All last winter into this winter, waiting to be able to whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah, boy, with uh, unprecedented <laughs> demand for heating, you know, more people are working from home, and I just—I'm not looking forward to it at all. Gas prices, people aren't traveling as much, so they're staying in more. Snowy and cold. Snowy and cold. If they're going to get half that wrong, I'd prefer it, I guess, be the cold. You know, yeah. I don't know. Although I don't want to deal with snow. No, that's... In, so, I mean, right. you can't win. Right. With either of those. I know people... I, I hear a lot of people complain about the heat, but where I'm at, the older I get, and maybe this is just me, but <laughs> I hate cold and snow more than I than, than the heat. Yeah. Like, I just, I just do. And maybe it's because the time we have to come here, it's always, it's cold, it's dark, it's lonely, it's just... First out. You know, it's just... You know, the roads aren't treated right. yet, generally. Yeah. And the if there whole. is a snow day, we don't get to enjoy you know, it. We've we got to get here. Yeah, we are. Years and years of the we same. Get here. <laughs> we pass along the good news to the kids. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so, so let's hope that uh, maybe they're missing this one. <laughs> But uh, say I've not gotten a, a new farmer's almanac yet, a new old farmer's almanac, right? Because there are two different ones, and I always get the old farmer's almanac from uh, beginnings of 1792, and um, Benjamin Franklin was involved in the creation of this. That's right. Yeah, it dates back a long ways. How about that? So it's 6:48. There you go. We've uh, occupied our time. How are the fingers going with the crab? Crab de- dealings there. So, let me get you caught up. Right. So a couple weeks ago, I dislocated my pinky, and I put it in a splint, <laughs> and got X-rays, and it, nothing broke. I don't need surgery. So uh, I went to uh, Doctor Rama, and he put me in. These are called buddy bands okay. because now my pinky and my ring finger are now buddies. Yes, they're connected. Because I need to to bend. I don't know what, what you call that motion. Huh. Or uh, like, like like up and down? Knuckle bend. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it dislocated at this knuckle, that, that okay. first. And the ring finger on your right hand assists the pinky. Yeah. And so it, it, it helps it move so that it'll heal. It'll help and, it strengthen it. Right. So The ring finger's its buddy. 
Um, yesterday, I, it was funny because yesterday I was doing something and I started to drop a thing, and I went to grab oh, it, no. and it was like I couldn't I couldn't get it because this this pinky just doesn't bend like it used to. <laughs> and I got like super angry, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> my wife is like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I can't grab anything. So uh, uh, she but got a she got a future look at you in old age. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it's fine. I mean, it's it's still so it's you hanging know, in there. It's it's hanging. There's still some swelling in there, and right. it's still you know. But it's still early on. You've, it's not. It doesn't hurt as bad as it used to. I mean, if I like really mess with it, it'll you know, yeah. But you have to wear it for a while. Yeah, I'll be in this for like three months. Okay. So, all right. Well, Matt, that'll do it for this edition of Tidbits. Okay. We'll do it tomorrow. All right. See ya. See this has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.